0: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. Today's guest, well, it's my mom and my dad. Let's talk to them.
1: Too late,
3: okay, so we are uh, <laughs> technically recording, and uh, this is this is the first time that we've recorded in our home recording studio. Yeah. It's kind of a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it's super exciting. First episode from the home studio. And uh, I think it's kind of fitting that our guest today, if it wasn't for our guest's um, fucked up jeans... This show wouldn't exist. It <laughs> makes total sense that they're here. Oh, whoa! whoa.
1: <laughs> I was like, I was thinking, I was thinking, pants. Well, <laughs> well, I was let, like, let
2: me let me cut in there because I tell you, when I first met her, she had a hot pair of jeans. On. <laughs>
3: oh, fuck. okay, no, no,
1: no, oh, yeah, let's yeah, let's oh, take all it all about
0: that. Let's go all there. All about that. Before
3: okay, before we go too deep into that stuff, uh, <laughs> why don't you two introduce yourselves? We have two
0: guests today. Uh, Go ahead.
4: Hi, uh, I'm Maxine.
0: You've already been on the podcast, Maxine. I
4: know, they know (laughs) me. (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) a a recurring role. (laughs) Um,
4: I'm Maxine. I'm Jeremy's
2: mom. And And I am uh, Cobb, (laughs) Jeremy's dad. Mom and dad. We've got (laughs) the mom
3: and dad on the show. It's the
2: mom and dad show.
3: The mom and dad show. So actually, we've had uh, we've had a few people up to this point uh, request that we talk to uh, caregivers
1: mm-hmm. or
3: or specifically parents of someone uh, parents of of someone who's sick. Um, so we figured. <laughs> Why the fuck would we search around and and look for someone else when when we can use my that's parents right here? Yeah,
0: <laughs> and we kind of tested it out on Which the show. Is kind of like the same, the same, my same argument of why didn't you just call your mom when you needed to know about your coxid?
3: <laughs> oh God,
1: why didn't you just call her? Uh, you know, it's so funny. <laughs> don't use the word. Don't use the don't word don't cock use This episode. Words today. Yeah, don't. Put, oh. Yeah. So that's
3: the other thing. My mom had requested that we don't swear for this episode. Was, that is totally not fucking possible. Like, that's not gonna happen.
2: Um, There's probably a good chance that Dad's gonna say the fuck word. Yeah, that, well, probably
4: that's why Jeremy says it so much because yeah. he learned it from his dad.
3: I learned it from my dad. Actually, you know who I learned it from? I think I learned it from Jamie, <coughs> your friend Jamie. Oh, that would do it. Dude, Jamie had a Jamie had a had a mouth. Uh, anyway, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Uh, we have my parents on the show, so my parents are. Uh, they, are the,
0: they are the parents of a sick child. I, I want to know uh, right away, what do you guys think of the show so far? Have you listened to all of the episodes yeah. today? Every, every episode.
4: episode. We look forward to Mondays.
2: That's great. Uh, Monday we, is no longer NFL we football always night. Ah, it's sick boy to night. I try, you
3: guys listen while you eat
2: supper? Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Oh, oh, I try to do sick boy <laughs> and NFL. I'm, always, I'm on the NFL train every Monday night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So am I. Proud.
3: Yeah. Proud. <laughs> He's hurts, like, I lied. I, I, to I, say I the least. Uh, so you guys are fans? Oh, yeah. big time. Yeah? yeah? What's your favorite part of the show? <clears throat> Why do you like it? What What, what is it that...
4: Well, we like it cuz you're on it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, so you, you guys don't actually cri- yeah. have any critical no actually, reasons for liking Everything's and actually, great.
4: Actually, I really like Brian and Taylor too. Oh,
1: that's so <laughs> sweet. Thank you. Are
0: you just saying that because we're here? Or?
4: No, I'm okay, saying great. it because you're sweethearts.
1: Uh, what's your what's your favorite episode? If you have one. You don't um, have to. Uh,
2: god. Most they've, they, they they've or, been all so good. Um the most
4: embarrassing one for me was uh, the, how do you say it? Pomo- Famosis. when it a, we It was too much you? information, me finding out things about my boy. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> You've got all <laughs> of, uh, Oh, well, yeah. That's, there's something very interesting about that. I think, I think we'll touch on that. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. But uh, So let, let's move. Let's get to uh, why we have you guys here to talk to you. So we, we essentially, we just want to... We want to get the perspective from someone, uh, or from uh, a couple of people who who have lived their lives not sick, but caring for <laughs> someone who is sick, uh, which happens to be me. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you want? Do you want? Let's do like the kind of chronological. I so I can I am I'm, I'm interested in when you said
1: uh, the thing about you're here because uh, of the fucked up genes. Uh, do you know which one of you guys carries the gene? We both, both, do. both, of us? both do. Oh, you both do. Yeah. yeah.
4: And then it's genetic.
1: Okay. Both, but both
2: parents we, to we, be
4: carriers of the gene. Okay.
2: We have no idea. Like, one of my parents is obviously a carrier. Yeah. One of her parents, same thing.
3: Well, what you, do you do? Can you guys, can either dad or mom break down what? what is it that, <laughs> like, how does that work? How does the genetic, uh, like, how, how, do, how do you pass on the gene? What What is what is the cocktail that has to be brewed for that to to take place?
2: First of all, sperm. <laughs> there needs to a be a old, penetration. A big old <laughs> sperm cocktail. You hear that,
3: ladies and gentlemen?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> One part sperm and the other part. <laughs> no,
3: but I, mean, I meant, uh, yeah. I, I well, more so meant, how does it work?
4: <laughs> well, both parents have to be carriers of the gene uh, for... A child to have cystic fibrosis. So there's
3: like the CF gene, the CF yeah. genetic mutation. Yeah. Now you have it, mom.
4: Yeah. I'm and a dad, carrier. you
3: you have it, but you guys don't have any signs. No. You guys don't have CF. No. And there's a lot of people out in the world who could have this genetic
0: mutation, but they have no idea. Like Taylor and I <clears throat> could be carriers carriers car- of the gene, right? You both could be.
1: Yeah, and if Kyla. So when Taylor, Taylor, brought, Taylor and I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Taylor and, and I, I have your kid together, had sex, <laughs> then
0: we could birth a child
1: with CF. Yeah, seeing as that's not uh, scientifically possible, <laughs> um, it's probably more. you know, Use the example of a of a woman, but
3: yeah, yeah. So if if Taylor has the gene, now I don't know, I don't actually know this, M- Mom. Maybe you do, or Dad, maybe you do. If Taylor has the gene,
4: mm-hmm.
3: the genetic mutation like you or Dad, yeah. but Kyla doesn't. There Falling. will there will be no but CF their child. child.
4: Maybe a carrier.
3: Their child may be a carrier of the genetic mutation. Exactly. Now, then, if you get two people who have the mutation, mm-hmm.
2: what are the chances of them having a, a child with CF? One in four. Yeah. One in four chances. There's there's a twenty five percent chance that uh, you would have CF. Twenty five percent chance of uh, carrying the gene. And fifty percent chance of being just of just straight, nor- clean. straight clean normal, yeah. so I and I think that's how that works. So you know, Natasha, your sister doesn't four. have CF. She may be a carrier of the gene. We don't know that. Yet. We don't. And, and, and we, you know, she, she can get tested, of course. But mm-hmm. but had had you <coughs> had we been lucky enough to have you healthy or unlucky enough Uh, depending on who you ask (laughs)
3: yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah, because i think sometimes you think you're lucky but (laughs) 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 but so you know what i'm saying is we could have had two of us could have been carriers and not produced a cf child but um you know what I mean? Like, he, we would never have known. Yeah, it, it never did come out in our family before, and it never, ever come out in her family. And I got six brothers and one sister, right? And she's got uh, uh, three other siblings. So Basically, what
3: you're saying is I'm the fucking man. Yeah. I'm, are, I'm the one who brought that shit to the table. <laughs> and the sure. other
4: thing is we're, we're very fortunate that Natasha sure. didn't have CF because there's people— that have you know three, multiple four kids. children with
3: cystic fibrosis. Yeah, yeah that would be so, uh, that would be pretty fucking hard. Day, and, I can imagine. Um,
1: well, we know somebody who, and I don't yeah. want to I don't want to name any names. Yeah. but but uh, you know when we were in Toronto at the at CF Canada, yeah. and um, one of the board members there, he's he, he his son or his sons, maybe daughter, I don't know, his siblings, but they have that issue with the whole having multiple CF. Carrying kids, and, and then and
3: then you get into the whole sepatia uh, and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. infection control so, policy. Actually,
4: someone asked me I that never the other of that. day. That's crazy. Because um, that's the thing. Like you're you're not supposed to be in the same room with someone that has sepatia Yeah, for
3: anybody just tuning into their first episode, CF people can't hang out. We've touched yeah, on that in past yeah. episodes. But I
4: mean, if like you say, if you have two kids, one has it, one doesn't.
3: I it think when it comes be, down to that, you just kind of. You, you just kind of deal, deal with it, and you're like, "Well, yeah. fuck! They're going to be around each other all the time anyway, so exactly, yeah. might as well just let them live their lives, and hopefully, one doesn't get sicker than the other." So, know?
0: how how common is it to be a gene carrier? I know it, it sounds like they ha- they don't they don't test for that <coughs> when you're yeah. born. But. I think
4: I think it's quite common uh, carriers. One in four. I, I meant to look that up to see, uh, like, how many Canadians that are actually carriers. I think it I quite think high.
2: I think it's one in four. So, does Canadians. it get, so would it get that's a
4: that's no, a I don't think it's one of the people that's to the case?
1: Well, would it get more? I, I think would it get it more is. common for CF to show to for somebody to have CF as time goes on with people, you know, keeping mm-hmm. on pro, procreating and all that stuff? Like, is that yeah, is it is it is it more common? Know. Does it get more common as it goes on? I wonder what the like are the numbers about. growing? Yeah. Well, I just mean that if you've got one in four people that are carriers of it and then so I mean she's twenty five percent of thirty five million people, and then you've got people matching up and having kids and every time that they match up or that person who's carrying it passes it on to the next child who then goes and has a kid and then they produce three kids who has they all carry the gene, like the the possibility or the probability for that to start showing up more and more as time yeah. goes
3: on. I couldn't. I can't speak to that, but what I do know, and this is kind of interesting, and, and a lot of people actually don't know this, is that cystic fibrosis is the most common yeah. genetic fatal disease in Canada. Mm-hmm. The most common.
1: Yeah. Do you want to touch on what your experience was like when we were in Toronto and, and you you did that, you filmed that piece for CF yeah, Canada? Yeah, so we
3: were in Toronto um, and we filmed a little thing with CF Canada, or I filmed a little thing with CF Canada where we were kind of like man on the street interview type thing. And we would we would grab strangers who were walking on the street and I would ask them two questions. I'd say, first question, do you know what the most common genetic fatal disease in Canada is? Almost every single person was like, fuck, I don't know, cancer? Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea. Which, you know, and and, and the same question about wh- what does CF stand for, a lot of people didn't know.
2: Well, and I mean, like, uh, for us as as young <laughs> parents, I, I remember when, when Jeremy was first diagnosed at 22 months old, I mean, uh, we were told, you know, cystic fibrosis and... Uh, for us, it was, uh, you know, what we, the f- had, what no, the we what? didn't know what, yeah. you know, like we knew what? what
4: we heard of cystic fibrosis, but we didn't know a whole lot. I mean, I worked as a nurse as well, but we didn't know like a whole lot about it.
0: Mm. So know? let's, let's talk about that then. Like, that's a what, good segue. Yeah. yeah. What, so what was that? What was it like when you guys found that out? Like you say, you, and, but you say that you didn't quite know. So did did they explain to you then what it was, or did you have to do some research and find out about it? Or um,
4: that was um, Beer,
0: beers here.
2: All right, beer's it was. Here.
3: Um, let's take. Wait? Let's no, no, no. It's okay. okay. Let's take it back to. Let's go. Sure. C- hold on to that question. Let's go to. Let's just like. So th- this do you want to talk th- about? Like start <laughs> right from the sperm part. Well, how did you got, How did how how did it come to the point where you f- you were like there's something <laughs> wrong with this kid.
4: Mm-hmm. All right.
3: I was 18 months older ish. No. Right.
4: Well, you were. You started getting sick. I think you were about 13 months, 12, 13 months old. You had your first year needle, and then after that, you started getting like chest infections. Like you had, you were having a cough, and you. I was taking you to the doctor. You were having on antibiotics. So then I was, you know, they put you on that, and then six weeks later you're sick again. And then I take you back. So, anyway, I had I had this pediatrician.
3: God C- fucking burps into the mic as it, forgetting that he's being recorded. I went, I went all, all four <laughs> of us, look at each other like, who the fuck was that?
4: So, anyway, I had this um, pediatrician. She was very nice. And I was, like, taking Jeremy back and forth to the doc, taking him back and forth to her. And... Um, I don't know. I think he was on antibiotics maybe three, four times. And then she said, you know, she said, um, I don't know what's wrong. Like, I don't know if he's got like some kind of bronchial problem um, or not. But she said, I'm thinking, I think I'm going to test him for cystic fibrosis. And I was like, cystic fibrosis. And she was like, yeah, she said, "I, I want to test him. But honestly, I really don't think that has
3: that. how many times how many times have we heard that and everybody goes in to get their shit tested. Yeah. Uh we're just going to test you for colon cancer. Probably don't have
1: it. Yeah. But well they well, well I mean it's probably uh it's probably a procedure that a doctor goes through. They don't want to say yeah. we're going to test you for this and like
3: lead you on that you've got something. Yeah, but you should probably never say,
0: but you probably don't have it yeah. <laughs> before you test them. Better than saying, you probably have cancer, so we're going to test you for cancer. Yeah, yeah I guess. Better so. than it saying be- you probably do. It is better. better. It, is better. it is better. That's true. But anyway,
4: true. She, uh, she sent us, you know, for the tests. And um, anyway, I had come home and I said to Cobb, I said, uh, so I said, they tested him. <clears throat> They're going to test him for cystic fibrosis. And at the time... Dad was um, working with a guy or no, I was, going uh, to school with a guy or something, uh, and his daughter had <clears throat>
2: CF. Yeah, I was in, um, in trades College at the time, and the uh, welding instructor, uh, uh, Bob Cork was his name, and uh, Bob's daughter had CF. <coughs> and so anyway, I had mentioned to Bob about this, uh, this test that they were going to do, and Bob said to me, he said, he said uh, you can do your own test. And I said, how's that? And he said, well, he said, when you go home tonight, he said, put them in the tub, bathe them, clean them right up. And he said, you know how, he said, how fresh they feel? I said, yeah, as a baby? He said, yeah, I mean, you know. So he said, um, fresh as a daisy, right out of the tub. Stick them in the <clears> oven. <throat> he said, Stick them <laughs> in the oven at <laughs> 450. <laughs> yeah. Get some rosemary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a little basil. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, got to anyway. eat them, Cobb. You got to eat them. <laughs> yeah. So he said uh, – It's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bob. What the fuck? <laughs> so then Bob says, uh, yeah, he said just wet your lips, he says, and, and uh, give him a big wet kiss on the back of his neck fresh out of the tub. And he said, if it's just like a salt shaker, he said – and he said, I'll tell you right now, he said, the kid got CF. And Yeah, so wow. I don't know if we
3: talked about that, but the, the one thing with CF patients is their skin is very, very, very salty.
1: Like what was that like when he tells you to do that? You bathe him, you kiss him. He yeah, tells,
4: he tells me. I told him, he Maxine. He has it. I'm like, no, he doesn't. He's like, kiss him. I was like, I don't taste it. He was like, I'm, I taste it. I was like, no.
2: Did you? Did she, you taste I it did though? Not taste she, it. She was in denial. I think.
4: I think. I guess. I mean I couldn't taste it. I Understandable. just wouldn't let myself taste yeah. it, I guess. Right?
3: Yeah,
1: I think your brain I think your brain can do that if you
3: really don't want yeah. something to be real. Yeah. And so when when you told me this story at the at the wedding party, you were saying that you were kind of in denial, but dad knew for sure. Dad was like well, there's something a, fucking wrong.
4: Yeah. Well no, I mean I knew there was something wrong.
3: But he was he. You were saying the dad thought it was, he was like, it's CF for yeah, sure. Yeah, because he had talked
4: sure. to him and he had said that. So he had a self convinced that, yeah, that's what's going to happen. So anyway, the day the phone call came in because the lady called me like it was in the evening. It was like after hours. And I guess when she got the test back, she thought, you know what? Like i got to let her know that her little boy has cystic fibrosis. So she called our house and Cobb answered the phone and... He, he knew that it was a doctor. He was like, uh, who's calling? And she said who it was. And he said, because I don't know, like, how, I guess he was expecting it, right? I was like,
3: just a positive it. person. No,
4: yeah. that's not going to happen to us. Yeah. No, no, no. So anyway, I'm downstairs with you, with Jeremy. And the phone call comes in and he gets, I heard the phone, but I did, didn't pay any attention because I'm busy with, with you. You were like 20, 21 months old. And I'm pregnant, I'm Natasha, at the same time. So anyway, he comes downstairs and he was like, I was like, who was on the phone? And he was like, it's the worst news ever. It's the worst news ever. And I was like, what? And he was like, he got it. I said, he got what? He was like, he got cystic fibrosis. Well, the two of us were just like devastated. Like we just were like, just like our world fell apart.
2: But yeah, it was like, am, to me, it was like a um, baseball bat what, in the 15, forehead.
4: Fifteen weeks pregnant on Natasha, we got a twenty-one month old. Now we're like, oh my god! Like, okay, does this baby have it as well?
1: But that's anyway. what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna ask. Is what was your, what was your thought process? I mean, I didn't know that you were pregnant at the time when you found out. So, what was the what was the thought process of getting that news while you're pregnant and thinking, oh my god?
2: Is it,
4: it is it crazy. going to happen again? It was like devastating.
2: Yeah, and she was three months pregnant at the time, and <clears throat> the week before was having some spotting, so we had thought that she was going to miscarry the baby.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and I was in the hospital overnight. Um, we thought that that night that I was. So they give her. us
2: an option at that point. You know, they said, you know, if you want, it's not too late. You can terminate the uh, pregnancy. And Whoa. and holy uh, fuck, what? Oh yeah,
3: yeah. They well, they when you to found out that you that I had CF, they said, "Look, if you want to just
2: if you <laughs> mm-hmm. want to abort, there was there, there was well, the, they what they, an they
4: offered. They said we could have um, an amniocentesis. I don't know if you guys know what that is. That's no. a test that they give uh, mothers that are pregnant, like to find out if there's any type of birth defects. So at that time, I could have had that to find out mm-hmm. if Natasha was had cystic fibrosis. And him and I, you know, we said, you know what, like I'm pregnant." We're we're going through with this, like we're we're just gonna whatever. You know what? It was if obviously it was meant for us to have another baby, like we just have to deal with whatever it is, and that's what we decided, and we went with that.
0: One one thing that I find really interesting is I've I've actually in the last few months since we've launched this podcast, I've had the chance to sit with Jer um, when people have new parents have reached out to him when they found out that their kids had CF and that they're just looking for someone to talk to and a couple yeah. of times they call and they just ask them questions because they're devastated. Yep. And for me, my impression of CF is Jeremy. And I see how amazing his life has been. I see how well he is doing. And I see all of these amazing accomplishments that he's achieved. And my... My heart tells me that I just want to reach out to those people too and say, "Oh yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be OK because Jeremy's done so well." Yeah. But I, I do know that yeah. I'm pretty He's, lucky. You know, like, he he doing really well. well health, the thing you know? is,
4: like you say, you don't know what you have to deal with, <laughs> and you know, I guess it depends on how, you, how the parents deal with it and whatever. Like for us, like, we, like him and I that night when, we got, when he got diagnosed, we went directly to the we were in living in Newfoundland at the time. Mm-hmm. We went directly to the hospital. We're like, I'm like, we need to talk to somebody. They need to explain all this to us because I'm I'm pregnant. We got a baby like this. What do we do? What do we do? So we went directly to the Janeway. They were amazing. We had them all in there. They came in a room, they explained everything to us and said, you know, like whatever you need, you know, tell us and anyway, it was just like we were devastated. I mean our hearts were broken you know our baby was going to be admitted in the hospital you went in the hospital for like 3 weeks i think you know
2: I, t- to- I i i tried to make light of it at one point there because there was a uh, the genetics specialist guy come in there in that yeah. in that meeting yeah. and i uh, i sort of joked i said to him i said uh, i knew there was something about her genes <laughs> Seriously, you didn't. Seriously, and I did. the guy just looks at you and goes, "Sir." Well,
3: I mean, he was like, we your, your, "Your fucking son is CF, sir." <laughs> yeah, this is no time for jokes.
1: That well, guy, that doctor doesn't actually, like our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like sick boy. Fuck him. No, I
4: mean, <laughs> it was a pretty serious time, and, and I mean, we both were pretty upset and. Well, it's a, I and, have a
3: Dina's piece here. That journalist who came out and interviewed you guys, Uh she finished. It. I didn't want to send it to you because I. Wanted to, uh, I didn't want you to see it until after, but um, she <laughs> says here uh, she describes how you kissed the back of my neck, and it was like putting your lips against a salt block. She says a week later the phone rang. Cobb flew with Jeremy from Newfoundland to Halifax to get a second opinion. Yep, correct. Yep. He almost flew to Sick Kids in Toronto just in case someone in Newfoundland made a mistake and someone in Halifax made a mistake. Is so you like. Were you still in denial at that
2: point? No, Were you, no. Like, Cloud,
4: Your dad was. I,
2: at I, you I. just wanted
4: I, to have that second opinion.
2: I wanted that second opinion, and 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 I and I almost went for the third opinion, but I sort of accepted it here at, in Halifax. And uh, but the, um, uh, you know, for me, it was it, it was just like, like I said, it was like a baseball bat in the forehead. And then when I got up off of that, it was another baseball bat in the forehead.
1: What was the impetus to? to uh, transplant to, to Halifax, was it the, the level of care uh, or was it yeah. health and, coverage or...
2: Well, the, the my boss at the time um, had suggested, he said to me, he said, he said you know, he said, uh, uh, he lived here in in Nova Scotia, here in Dartmouth, and uh, he said to me, he said, you know, he said, uh, I don't know what the Janeway has to offer, but he says, I can tell you the IWK here, he says, got to be probably the next... Best sick kids hospital, he said, compared to sick kids in Toronto. Yeah. So he said, you know, I I don't want to lose you as an employee, but, uh, you know, he, if it was me, I would take my son to have the health care here at the IWK. So uh, that's what we did.
1: Is there health coverage? Is there is there less coverage of medication in Newfoundland than there is here? Or is uh, no, no. Just um, the level of care it here? Was just, yeah, we, we, we had d- heard we, it was we just, a lot
4: better care. I mean, maybe Newfoundland is probably. Just as good now. Yeah, but, at time, but at the time, we were grasping at whatever we could do to this, keep this is Jeremy nin- healthy.
1: 1990? Yes. Uh, 91,
2: 91. Yeah. 91. We moved, we moved uh, here in 91.
4: Yeah, 1990, because Natasha was born May of uh, 91. And then when we got here, I mean, then we were, you know, like no family, nothing. It was just the two of us. And we just went to, like, I'd go into the clinic and say, okay, okay, tell us what we need to do. Like, wh- how do we keep him well? What do we do to keep him, you know, so that he's well? And, and you know, things they would say is, you know, keep him busy. Don't treat, and they said, treat him normal. Don't ever tr- put him in a bubble. Don't ever treat him that he's mm-hmm. not like a, a normal child. You know what I mean? Like that he's not a sick child. Don't do that. Right. So we're like, okay, we'll, we'll do that, you know. And we just put him in sports and, you know, put him in swimming and soccer and paddling and... Because we wouldn't allow him, like in a summertime or whatever, to sit around
3: mm-hmm.
4: too much. Because we, which just wanna... I totally would have done. I know you would have. So, uh, just <laughs> Especially just to... the paddling thing, because he was like, "I don't want to go paddling." I was like, "Jeremy, you can't sit at the computer," because I knew how much he loved <laughs> video games and things like that. He
0: Still does. Still does. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just to go back a little bit to Cobb, you said that you were you started because you knew right away. That he had CF when you when you did the test on the back of his neck, and then after he was actually diagnosed, you were in that stage of denial. How long did it take you guys to accept that it was what it was? And, and
2: I never fully accepted it until I um, <coughs> um I read I read that autobiography, which was I think a grade eleven project that he had done, and uh, I I struggled with it for for many years. I mean there was. Uh, there was a lot of nights of, uh, you know, just breaking down, crying, and there was a lot of that, right? So, but, uh, I, I, the, the, the day that I read that autobiography, um, I, I owned it. I accepted it. So let's talk about that. So, uh, when I was in grade, so, okay,
3: I feel like there's a whole box that hasn't been opened yet. So, uh. So you guys never told me that CF was fatal, right? Mm-hmm. I had to find that out on my own uh, because you guys are being told by the yeah. professionals, like, don't tell him. He'll find out on his own. He'll come to you guys. Yeah. Um,
4: He'll ask the questions. I mean, yeah. that, you know, they just said, you know what? Like, when they're ready to talk about it, they'll ask the questions. So... You know, just let them out. Because I'd always say that when I go in, you know, like, when, when do you think is a good time to talk to them about it? Or should we ever tell him, like, should we tell him that he's going to... I mean, we were told, know,
2: when, when we were told that he wouldn't live to be posi- tw- 19 or 20, he, they said he'd be very lucky to, to see a university. Yeah. And, you know, so our... Th- Point was like, well, you
3: guys were like, let's fuck. take him to
2: a university right now, <laughs> get
3: him there now, so he can at least fucking see it.
2: <laughs> so, it was, so yeah, it was, it was you know. Fuck you, doctor. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny. I saw
3: one, bitches. He's only eighteen months.
2: <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> yeah. So um, no, it, it was um you know, and, and I thought uh, you know, like fuck, if he's gonna only live to be nineteen years old, then we've we've got an awful lot to do to. You know, we gotta we gotta put him through the, the ropes and, and you know, when it come to even little things like when he first got into swimming lessons, you know, I pulled the coach aside and I told the coach, I said, you know, if if he's got C F, it's a lung problem, um, push him. 120 percent, you know, or, you know, if, if, if he says he's tired, tell him he's got to do another lap. Like, you know, so. smack him,
3: <laughs> Tired? punch him in the head, <laughs> throw him back in the pool. I'll uh, say you're tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, OK, so so, yes, so you did. So you were told not to tell me I grow up. Around, like, the age of 10 or so. Again, I have a really bad memory. I think memory, you were but.
4: older. I, I I was talking to Dad about that today. <laughs> I'm thinking you were probably, like, I, I don't know because you never, ever told me, but I know at the age of 13 you went through a struggle. Like, you went through a time you were in a dark place and I wrote a
3: note. Yeah.
4: That I found.
3: Yeah, that said, like, uh, that contemplated, yeah. that, like, mentioned suicide. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. I wasn't saying like, "Hey, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go jump off the bridge." It yeah. was like, oh, "I wonder what yeah. I wonder if yeah, it's easier d- d- if d- I so just killed I'm myself." I'm thinking
4: that was around the time that you knew, but no, you yeah.
3: See, I, I think, think I knew I knew much earlier than that. Yeah, uh, but I think I just suppressed that. Yeah. That, yeah. that that memory. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I find out on my own that it's a fatal disease. Uh, I don't say anything to you guys. Yeah, I go about my business, living my life. With this knowledge that I'm living with a with a a disease that is you know the numbers hovering over my head is like 30 years old you're going to be dead. In grade 11, I write this autobiography. It was this big like piece for for my advanced. It's, believe it or not, I took advanced English 11. Uh, did actually quite well What?
2: How <laughs> like, the, without the even,
3: fuck? Like, without
0: even reading any books? Uh, yeah, I, I found
3: my way around it Use the CF card a lot They didn't uh, teach you the use of commas <laughs> No in that so, course. so I wrote this autobiography And in that autobiography There was a section that says uh, I live with a fatal disease And I start talking about my future And like, what, you know Am I ever going to get married? Am I ever going to have kids? What's the point of all of this If I'm, if I'm yeah. just going to die? I didn't. So I, I got that assignment back, and you read it. You you rifled through my shit. You found it. You read the autobiography, and that's when you guys realized that I knew. Yeah. And you
0: didn't know that I knew. I'm just. What, I'm, was, sorry, what was that? Uh, I want you to continue that question, but I'm just so so shocked that it would. It took that long. Were you surprised at how long it took him to? Well, you you know, like, but the thing I never did go to them. He
4: never ever went to us, but not not that we never ever gave him the opportunity,
3: right? Right? Like, you would sit me down and ask me if there's anything I want to talk about. Jeremy,
4: listen, you know, like, do you have any questions about CF? Like, is there anything you want to know? Like, we're here. Like, anytime you ever want to talk about anything, we're here to talk to you. Right, and right. I'd say that when I went in, he's not asking, he's not asking, and you're like, you'll ask, don't worry, you'll ask. and the so doctors the told you continued. not to not to say anything. Well, or? I mean, we had a social worker as well, right? I mean, she was wonderful, but she she just she, like she would say to me, it's okay, like he'll. So anyway, the time when I found that, and I like the the, the autobiography, autobiography, I w- like, when I read that, I was like, oh my god. Like, now, how—and and we, like, well, we had to I, take Cobb then, because he was heartbroken, because he was, like, finally, he was like, oh, my God. So, so we,
0: I so, made an yes. appointment well, for I, him. He had to have yeah, some yeah.
3: counseling at the time. Bring so that, that back in, Jerry, because I, I didn't want to—I yeah, yeah. just
0: really wanted to know no, it, it's okay. like that
3: in the moment. So, Dad, you that's what—you you said something earlier. You said—you mentioned the autobiography. I don't think we ever talked about it on the podcast. So you read that autobiography. Yeah, why that, was Why was that— so hard for you. What about reading that fucked you up?
2: That, uh, I had no, well, the, the I part had, I had, think for you, I had no fucking idea that you knew as much as you did know. Like it blew, it blew me away that <clears throat> you knew way more about this disease than I think I did, uh, you know, and, and, and me being the parent, um, it, it it really, I mean, it was it was at that point then that I knew. Okay, well, fuck, he knows everything, and we weren't the ones to tell him, right? So, it it really it messed me up bad. And like said, in what I, way? I, like, how did it mess you up? Uh, emotionally, I just—I I was a mess. I, you know, I was—I was just an absolute. Well, because you suppressed wreck.
4: stuff too. You—you you were suppressing it.
0: I, like, would, yeah. I wish I could have talked to you guys in that moment because I would have just told you that Jeremy just copy pasted everything from Wikipedia. He didn't know. <laughs> he knew <laughs> fuck all about TF. He just copy pasted it. Like, it. Hear that,
3: Mr. Struggle? <laughs> miss, miss that? Miss
2: that opportunity to fail me? <laughs> <laughs> Plagiarism. Oh yeah, I was trying to figure out that teacher's name. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I, I think was a good guy. I
4: think what got us the most was like about for me anyway, I, and I think you too because when we we talked about it was um, the part where you said, "What's the point in getting married and having kids and doing all this?" Like I got CF. Like what's what the hell is the point of this? I think that part of it.
1: What's is, the what's the? i never heard about this this period when you're about 12 or 13 where you write this note
3: yeah and no, I don't I've never really talked about it um I don't know I don't know much about it cuz I don't really remember that time but I wrote
2: some sort of note Do, but was that around the time there was there
4: was some girl uh, that was, was messing with your head so
1: counseling. what was the what was the what was the note
0: and and who was it addressed to
4: Um, he just had it written, I don't know, he just wrote on a piece of paper that I had found and, uh, just saying that how much he, his life sucked and that he lived with, you know, living with CF and, um, I, like, I can't remember exactly, but just saying that sometimes I wonder if I want to live and.
2: But there was some girl on the old Sackville road that messed with his head.
3: Yeah. Uh, was, oh, fucking Jenny
2: Rodenizer. Yeah,
4: she was saying she something. Catfished me. She
2: fucking. Yeah, she was she, pretended she, she was someone she did. else. Literally she literally And that, me. And that yeah. I, I, I I almost went to that house and. In yeah. what
3: way did she? She, she was, set up this account, and
2: I think yeah, the person. MS, it was think, on MSN or
4: something. Yeah, it was on pod. MSN or
2: ICQ, and I think she
3: pretended that she also had CF. Yeah. yeah. No well, way. no, it
4: wasn't her. It was her she cousin. Was pretending it was her cousin who From lived out Well, that coming into summer. That's
3: what I mean. Like she pretended to be this other person. Oh. So she set up this whole fake account. Do you know this person on a personal, uh, personal level? The girl who was doing it? Yeah. Yes. Not anymore. I killed her. I, I d- yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, you heard yeah, it here, she folks. Lives, she lives in my dad's backyard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or
2: doesn't live in your dad's backyard. She's buried next to that cat. Was the cat. I think that
3: was God. the point, Brian. <laughs> so anyway, this girl... Um, uh, this girl she 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 pretended to be this, this uh, girl and you know it's funny I didn't remember this until right now mm-hmm. she pretended to be this girl Jeremy can't remember with, his circumcision so no, oh, I know he can't even I remember anything about bad that memory, bad memory but she <laughs> pretended to be this girl who had CF and she was saying that she was going to come to Nova Scotia yes. and, and we had this like really very uh you know intense like online yeah. relationship of talking to each other and like and, and you i shared me and tell me about oh it. dude i like shared all this shit with her and and said all this stuff and then found out that it was this it was this other girl who you actually who was yeah who was like a you know a, a friend or an acquaintance who was like hey, it was just me and i was like you fucking motherfucker like
1: Whoa, I, that, and it, i was it like messed, it gonna, messed him up Whoa. I was so angry. So it was at the point where you found out that she wasn't real, that you're That's, maybe, maybe yeah. writing this note.
2: It was yeah. around that time frame. It was around time that time,
1: time frame, frame. Well, yeah. yeah. He, wrote, he wrote
4: about that in the, in the note. About <laughs>
1: how he knew that yeah. it wasn't yeah. real.
3: Yeah.
1: Man, that is that, so nuts.
3: That was
2: That was, she's
1: low. A, she's, that was yeah, low. She's low. a bit of
3: a fucking weirdo, but anyway. When
1: I was in second grade, I wrote a note to a friend of mine that I was going to... I, I was trying to sound scary, and I said like something like, "I'm going to hunt you down and kill you or something." And I left it in his backpack. <laughs> and I meant for him to find it, and then to say to him right after that, "Hey, that was a joke." But he found it, and he read it, and he freaked out.: Yeah, he and did. He, and, he, and he told. <laughs> yeah, of course. And he then, it, and then, he, and then no. he told the teacher, oh, and then man. the teacher brought it to the principal, and then I'm looking on going. Oh shit! What did
0: I do? <laughs> I
1: can't. I need to bury this deep. Don't say anything. Yeah. I didn't do
0: this. <laughs> they brought the cops in and they had everybody do, to do like handwriting samples. And Taylor got pegged and then. Oh, I totally copped to
1: it though, and I uh, and I got suspended. And it was, uh, yeah, that's and what
0: that happened. <laughs> Cobb, did you know that uh, Jerry was circumcised before the Famosus episode came
2: out? Uh, or did you find out listening to that episode? No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, okay. I know. I know that. Yeah. Did Tash
3: know? Did Natasha know?
2: Uh, she I'm, not, she, I'm not sure. I'm Feel not like she sure knew. when
3: she...
1: But
2: Jeremy on. thought uh, that that the that, uh, that I was, but uh, oh, you're not. no, I still have my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if my sister knows whether or not I'm circumcised. Yeah, well, we Team Turtleneck. Neck. We have a very
2: unique family, as you can tell.
3: Uh, so I, w- I do want to come back to that uh, to that thing about you guys reading the, the autobiography. I actually have it, I, I, we, and we can cut this out, but I, uh, the section that we were talking about, I have it right here. I think it might be a, a good a yeah. little excerpt to read. So, So it says uh, part five, my future, question mark. Yeah,
4: that's what got me.
3: Yeah, so I'm going to read it. Uh, When it comes to thinking about my future and what I want to do with my life when it comes to getting married and having kids, I don't really know what to think. About 40% of children with cystic fibrosis live beyond the age of 18. The average lifespan for those who live to adulthood is 30 to 33. This was at that time. Uh, If you think about it, What's the point of getting married if I'm only going to live for a few years through the marriage? And having a kid would be so pointless unless I wanted them to grow up over half of their life without a dad. It's also possible that a person with cystic fibrosis can be infertile. I haven't found out whether or not I am infertile or not. If I were to be asked what makes me sad or embarrassed... I would have to say that talking about those sorts of things can make me a little upset or sad. I don't mind talking about my CF and explaining what it is, but when I sit down and think about things like what's the point of having kids and who would want to marry someone who they know isn't going to live a very long, very long into the marriage, those kinds of things are hard to think about and it makes me feel kind of useless.
2: That's the kind of stuff that fucked me up bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was like a nice... Actually, when
4: I found that, you were away. You was in Newfoundland.
2: No, I was You in, were on business. I was away, yeah, but yeah. I was in a hotel in Annigan-ish.
4: Yeah, somewhere, anyway.
2: It wasn't a good night. And did you read it to I him? Read,
4: I called him and said, oh, my God. I said, remember the autobiography? Because I knew about the autobiography because you were telling me you were writing it, and I'd say, have you got it done yet? No. I said, can I read it when you get it done? Nope. I was like, why not? And you were like, Nope. <laughs>
2: But she would always, classic, write, she would a always a rifle team. through your shit checking for pills teacher, to see if you took your pills actually, that day.
4: Actually, I, I went to a parent teacher and I was sitting down with the, your English teacher and he had a conversation with me about the autobiography. And he said, I said, yeah, I said, I hear, I said, uh, they're working on a big project. I said, this autobiography. And I think at the time, you must have passed it in. Because he said to me, oh, yeah, he said, "Um, uh, I've marked it. He said, if you get the chance, he said, you should read it. Mm. So I thought, I am reading that. So I'm finding out when that's coming back, and I'm reading it. So I looked every day. You come home, because I thought, it's coming home soon, because the teacher had said.
3: So here's the thing. That was grade 11. Yeah. Now, I said earlier at the very beginning of the show, we have always – talked about CF in a very practical way.
4: Yeah.
3: We still didn't talk about it. I know. After that.
4: that. That was when we, after that, that was when we went in to meet with uh, Michelle, the social worker at the time, because dad really needed some counseling and needed to talk to someone. And when we went in there, like both of us were very upset. And I said, I said, Michelle, like how in the hell do I tell him now? I was like, I feel so bad. I said, reading this, I don't know how to do it. Like, I don't know how to bring this up. And she said, Maxine, she said, do it. Like, just just bring it up. I was like, but I, I don't know how. Like, I just feel so bad, and I don't know how he's going to react. Because, I mean, of course, you were at that stage then where, you know, like, me trying, <clears throat> trying to talk was like a hard, like you're, yeah. when you're a teenager. Yeah, I, and I was, shitty, like, right? I was a shitty, I was a...
3: Fucking yeah. shitty teenager too. Yeah. So uh, to it was just especially. like a
4: very difficult thing. And I'm, and then the next thing you know, you know, you were graduating from school and you were off to university, but I still I had this I'm like, we gotta talk to this boy, we gotta talk to this boy. So anyway, it was Well okay.
3: Well what about you? What were like what were you what was going through your mind at this time?
2: Pretty much the same as your mother. It was like, you know. How uh, do you how do you bring it up? I, yeah. yeah, you know, and um um Yeah, we often. And I think I think
4: like even those times that we used to say, Jeremy, is there anything that you need to talk to us about? Like I think we still would say it that way,
2: in hopes of yeah.
4: You know, because you were you know you were angry, you were, and I mean we we got it. We're like, no damn wonder he's angry. I'd be angry too if I had to deal with that,
0: right?
2: talk to your kids early. Yeah. When when but you, not too early. Like I mean, you know, if if we had told them at, you know, s- 6 years old or 7 years old or 8 years old, I mean, uh, would, you would, old, would you have been old would you have been old enough to to Well, if under- you, I,
3: I mean, this is the way that I look at it. If I was 3 and you told me, well, I'm not going to comprehend that. Yeah. But if I was 3 and you told me and you told me when I was 4 and you told me when, yeah. when I was 5 and you told me when I was 6, eventually it's yeah. just like language and I'm just sure. going to go, yeah. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, CF, I'm going to die with CF uh, because it's a fatal disease. It just, I mean, that's how I would expect. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's how I would do it if I had a kid yeah. right now, is I would just make that a part of the conversation.
4: Yeah, but then, like, really, like, in one way, it's good. Like, the way I, I see it, I don't know if other parents see it this way or not, but in one way, you see it like that, that, okay, well, will, will he think about, like, what you wrote? What's the point of getting married? What's the point of this? What's the point of that? But of course, that's right? going to
3: go through any any. That, I mean, yeah, that's going to go through points. anybody's mind. Yeah, right. It's yeah. like your it's your you're getting it's your to, right
1: to to kind of, <laughs> of contemplate those things. Yeah. And a question that I have is is we establish like it's harder for your it's harder sometimes for your loved ones to deal with it it's harder than it, harder it is, than for, it is for you exactly. because you have it, you know what how you work, how to deal with it on your terms, but you can't you can't help the person that needs to deal with it as well, your parents, your mm-hmm. siblings, whatever they need they they need to go about it their own way, and obviously i mean it's a tough thing I mean you deal with it for years, cobb you both of you are dealing it like in your own way to try and figure out how to go about accepting. The evolving fate of your of your child Mm because what nineteen years old is when they is when he's first born twenty five then it's to thirty and like you know and your yeah exactly and I'm sure Jeremy's mentioned how (coughs) learning that fifty two now is the median age yeah fifty one point six does that mess with your guys's head as much as it does with his learning that maybe the, maybe the, it's, ex, it's extending all the time. You know and. what?
4: Like I, I, I don't even think about that. I just think about Jeremy, that he's living his life. And I think that's where we've been for so long is we don't think about that part. We don't think about the death part because who the hell knows yeah. when you're going to die, right? Like for me, over the years, we've experienced so like losing so many friends or people that have lost their kids or whatever, from things that they had nothing in their family, had no idea that their child had anything, or no idea their child was going to go out and get hit by a car. Like, we had all kinds of things like that that have happened to us. And, like, that's how I looked at it. it was like, you know what? We we'll live for now. We will, you know, just take one day at a time. Day to day. And, like yeah. that. and that's pretty much where I am with it. I don't look at, like, the age anymore.
0: So when... You guys heard us talk on the podcast about about the life expectancy, or about lung transplant, right? The, and again, these are things that we don't talk about.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. And you're hearing me that, talk about these. I things found on that one sh-
4: very hard. I want to
3: know, yeah, I want to know
2: what you guys, what your thoughts are on that. You know, like, um, uh, well, I, w- I was quite surprised that you would, uh, you know, if if the option come available to, you know, if you got when you, you know, if you ever got to that point where you needed two lungs uh, or one lung. Um, I, 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 personally, I thought you would be, you know, hand up. Okay, boys, put me on the list, you know, but, uh, so it was, uh, it was hard to hear that episode, you know, to, mm-hmm. to see where you were with that. Um, but, uh, again, I mean, you know, that, like you say, I mean, that, those are things that we really never
0: talked mm-hmm. about.
2: And, mm-hmm. uh, you know it's it's and for me it's probably you know it's it, it's not an easy thing for me as a dad to talk you know as a parent to to reach out and sort of get deep into that because i don't want to see that day come
0: i i totally understand what you're saying with that and i'm i'm just wondering because when we talked about that on the podcast um i understand I understand where Jeremy's coming from. I understand when he when he gives his reasons to me they're very convincing. Mm-hmm. Um I don't feel the same way about him about it as he does and it, it's hard for me because I'm not in the same position as him, but I'm just wondering, do you guys Understand where he's coming from and accept that he feels that way, better or do you do you still oh, wish i understand
4: that i understand it for sure, but it's still not easy but, to, but again yeah they're, they're, they're yeah their parents
3: they're I my know. parents right i'm mm-hmm. their I'm their baby, baby. boy who's yeah. yeah. grown up and yeah. not a baby but will <laughs> <laughs> always be but I'll baby. always be that
1: right because <laughs> i feel that same i feel that same way that you, that you mentioned maxine, like when you said, oh it's to fifty one my initial reaction was. Yeah, but at the same time I go, yeah, I don't really ever think about that. I don't ever really think about you're so we we do so much practice of living now. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, exactly. I never even though in the back of my head when we talk about it, it gets brought up, even when we talk about it, I don't even really think about it. It's almost like it's a hypothetical like yeah. like, like like hypothetical thing that might never even happen. I don't like. You know. And I, I guess that's the way I look at it.
3: Um, I, I do. I do want to take it back to, take it back to this thing about you guys finding out, and we never ended up talking about it. Now I know that from that. That ended up. That obviously it had a big uh, effect on you, Dad. But over the years, over the, the next couple of years, it really started fucking with you.
4: Well, when I, when I, when we found out, uh, I was devastated in the beginning. I was, like I said, I was pregnant, Um, but it was like three weeks. And I was like, I didn't, like, I had friends that were coming and saying, Maxine, it's okay. It's going to be okay. I was like, no, no, it's not. It's my baby. My baby got this, like, how is it going to be okay? And they tried so hard, you know, to be there to support me. But it was like I didn't want, I, like I didn't want them to say that. I just wanted to find a way to put my head around it. And anyway, it took me probably two or three weeks to get myself okay. Like this, this is what we're dealt. You know, we have to look after this boy. I'm pregnant, so I gotta, I gotta do it. Like, like I have to do this. Yeah, so that's but- that's what I did. I, so anyway, I went on. I I accepted it. I went on. I did great, you know, right up until I, I didn't get messed up until probably when you turned twenty. Mm-hmm. When, when well, actually, it was it was two things. Actually, that was going on at the time. Uh, Natasha was getting ready to go to university; it was her last year of school. You were already gone; you were in Toronto at the time, and uh, it was getting to the point. I knew that it was like emptiness. So I was going through the point where, okay, like, she's gone to Toronto, she's going away. Okay, like, I've been so wrapped up in these kids for 20 years, and doing everything for Jeremy. I struggled when you went off to university. I mean, because I was like, I'm sure I drove you crazy, because when you went to to Wolfville, I would call yeah. you every day. I was like, take your pills, <laughs> take your pills, because I was so used to giving them Which is why pills. I now
3: screen my calls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, so I, was, I went away and you were struggling with that, but there was, there was, now I'm, I I think you know where I'm going with yeah. this specifically. Yeah. I came home for Christmas yeah, and, uh, it was, was it New Year, What was the, the date? It was like a New Year's Eve. It was a New Year's Eve thing. Yeah. I was going to go out and have my time yeah. on the town. We were having dinner. Yeah.
4: That was when I knew, that this is like before you came home, I said to your father, we're having that talk with Jeremy.
3: This was finally, 20 years yep. in, finally you're going to be like, we're let's like- talk to Jeremy about how he has, let's talk to Jeremy about CF in, in, the, in a way that's not just you know very surface level.
4: Yeah.
3: Again, bad memory, but from what I recall, at that time as well, One of your friends had just passed away.
4: She was dying at the time. She was
3: dying. Okay. So uh, she was getting ill. She was sick. She was on her way out. Yeah. You and me and Dad and Tash sit down at the dinner table uh, I'm pretty sure, like, there must have been some drinks had or something.
4: No, no, I worked that day. And, okay, and uh, no, not we didn't. Have, usually, we just had a real nice dinner. Yeah, yeah, like, but well,
3: we, we might have
2: had it like yeah, glass there, one there, or there, there, sure. There were a few drinks, not many.
3: Yeah. So tell me um, about that. There was a blowout. There was a, there was a pretty like heavy explosion emotionally. Yeah. Dad, do you remember that?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't remember all the See, details right of it, but I think, at this, uh, you know, we did get in deep. And then uh, as, as we started talking about it and getting the deeper we got into the conversation, you were getting a little more heated. Little more, heated. yeah. 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 And, but uh, for
4: me, I was already going through something and, and whatever was going on with me mentally started probably in around September, October. And then this, and then you weren't
3: sleeping. You were having like insomnia, and so we're having this conversation. I'm getting, like, my anger is now boiling and starting to come out because now we're finally having this fucking talk. I'm
4: calm, cool. After 20 years, like, this is good. This is good. How did
0: how did you how did you start (laughs) it though? How did you how did you bring up that? Because you said that okay, so you're already planning on on bringing this up, and then you're sitting at the table. What do you say first?
2: How do well, you get into it? Well, I mean,
4: it? I was at work that day, and I, even the girls knew there was something wrong with me. Like, I, I was like, a, a, I had kind of like a manic episode um, at work because I was like talking, like just continuously talking. And I think I even shared with them that that I was going to sit down and talk to Jared about this. Like, it was just like so much. What For me, I think it was just like so much of a buildup of all this in there that needed to come out. And then we decided that that was the night because I would said to him, "We're gonna we're gonna do this at dinner tonight."
1: And was that brought on by like the manic? Was probably. that brought on by anxiety of yeah. of the conversation? Yeah,
2: probably. But I mean, there were years of you know, uh, we got to have this conversation, right? Yeah, and twenty years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's like just,
1: a massive emotional build. It
2: was a yeah.
3: volcano, just yeah. like ready to erupt, and we have yeah. that conversation. Yeah. I freak out. We have a huge fight. I'm like, "Fuck you guys! I don't even want to talk to you anymore." Or whatever. What was the? What was? I don't, the- I don't. remember what I said. But what was the? Uh, do, you, well, do you? I, I feel I like think, you're
2: you're sitting I, on something. No, right. I, I, I. I. I.
4: What from what I can remember <laughs> is I. We said, Jeremy. You know, like, I think I think we started out like, guys. You know, how did we do as parents raising you? Oh yeah. Fuck I think I, I think right. that was how I brought the question up and then you're like
3: I remember looking at Tash being like what the fuck is this.
4: Yeah, and that's how I think how we started it or something. We're having the exact and, same conversation. And then Jeremy was like fucking sucked or something.
3: Oh. <laughs> man. Probably, yeah, and I probably I probably said some some shit yeah, that you did. that you're I like, didn't mean, you know. Yeah, I probably I, said I know, some shit that well, and man.
4: I'm there, like I'm just so hot, like I'm I'm high on life. I didn't drink, honestly, I didn't drink anything. But people thought I was right, but out I was there. high on life. All I was like, I was just so freaking relieved yeah. that this was finally
1: coming out. So you say how we do as how do we do as parents, and he has this aggressive mm-hmm. reaction, yeah. and like where does it build from there? Do you actually? And then get, it just starts do, pouring out. Do then. you get to? Do you get into anything? Um, do you get into anything of value in terms of CF and how you've lived or anything like that, or do, is it just a? I a, don't think we did. I think it was
3: just kind of a blow up. Yeah. Um, but he, this and, is
4: one thing I can remember. I don't know if Dad can remember it or not. But um, you said, I. Um, you said, uh, I thought to myself, like, I'm going to show them. I'm going to reach for the stars, or something like that, and I was like, Jeremy. That's what we've been doing for you, is pushing you to, to the stars. You remember that? Uh, yeah, there was... Something like that? Uh, but, like, yeah, you didn't feel uh, that way. You felt more like that you were doing it to show us that there's... To you know, me, it something. was,
2: To me, it was. you know, as aggressive as Jeremy was getting, I mean, you know, I, and I know, uh, you know, my buddy, vent. Like, get it out, because this conversation is not going to stop. Mm. until we get this all out on the table and it, it you know as it, it got better as yeah. the conversation oh, yeah. went on i mean you know, there was there was the big group hug and and everything was was good right i mean it was it was it was such a relief to know
1: that same conversation that yeah. that yeah. It, oh, re- yeah. it resulted in a, in
2: oh, a positive yeah. Well, oh absolutely, okay. absolutely. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah you know but uh yeah, the, the the actual specifics of it though i mean mm-hmm. I know it was well,
3: I think the whole thing behind me saying I'm going to show you was me essentially being like, you know, talking talking about not only I think I was more so talking about like I'm going to I'm going to like fuck this disease. I'm not going to let this disease not let me do what I want to do. And because I, you know, maybe I like subconsciously believe that you guys it's the reason I was set to die early was because of you guys, you know, because mm-hmm. you never told me and so I yeah, I You know, whatever, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, obviously, name? my head just like, I wasn't I wasn't in, my head wasn't on straight. But the next day, you, mom, you kind of, like, that's when you fucking well, snapped. Like, you you yeah. literally went yeah. Yeah. crazy.
4: Well, because. And you, dad was like, "Yo, we got to get
3: her to the fucking hospital. Okay, she, like, I, she's I remember some and, of the
4: conversation now, like, from that. It was like, you were like, why didn't you tell me, why didn't you guys tell me? And then we were telling you exactly what we talked about, that yeah. they said, you know, we need to. to ask. And yeah. we told you all that that night, right? And anyway, I, yeah, like that, I was so relieved. And we, we um, it was New Year's Eve, and we, we decided, you know what, we're not doing anything. I had to, I was supposed to work the next day. So we just went to some neighbors. And I was like, like people thought My God What did she have Like
2: yeah. was she drinking What kind of me? drug Were you what on
4: kind of drug And Cobb goes No she's not on a drug
3: Like i do not she was sure a, What's she was going anematic, on with her she but was there's state. there's something Wrong mm. with her like right. through the roof, though. Yeah. Like, there, I remember looking at a jur- you were writing in a journal yeah. or some that, shit. Anyway, so oh, like yeah. that the, hand, went the hand and handwriting yeah, went Yeah, yeah. Like, we, your handwriting, like, I, I, I want to, it, it yeah. was, oh, you, you told, reading it. You said, you mentioned that on, you, the, on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, you're, you're like, you're, yeah. It, the writing just turned into scribble. And yeah. it was like, it was like something out of a movie.
1: Yeah.
3: It was so fucking crazy. But, okay, so a lot of this stemmed from us not fucking talking know, as yeah. a family. Well, and I went to a
4: psychiatrist after that. Like I went to the 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 CF psychiatrist. Like, well, I ended up. Your father ended up taking me the next day to the quid. Yeah, I remember. And then I saw the psychol or I think it was psych- I don't know if psychologist or psychiatrist psychiatrist. I think Th- they for sh- CF.
2: They. Well,
4: and anyway, they had me in for two
3: sessions. Ooh, what were you going to say, Man, Mom, You're stepping all over Dad. <laughs> like you're just fucking, yeah, when the, she's when, going
2: into the manic state again, everyone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's going into the wizard state. <laughs> the wizard
2: state. <laughs> Hang on, boy. It's going to be a big ride. Yeah. Uh, no, when when she went from the cobweb, you know, to Cobbyquid, they knew she was losing her marbles, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, fortunately, she didn't have too bad. I mean, it was, it was bad, but she recovered. It wasn't uh, to
1: the point of no return.
2: Yeah. Right. So, but, uh, they did send me to take her into the, uh, psych ward at the Nova Scotia hospital and she, she, for an assessment. And when we got down there, she said to me, she said, do me one favor, whatever you do, do not let them put me on any kind of a drug. Yeah. Right. And she said, and promise me, don't, let them put me on any drug, and I said, "I'll promise you, you're not going on no drugs. We're just going in to talk to somebody." Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so she, she did come out of it over time, but uh, no drugs.
3: I have. Uh, uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, and all I was going to say was like that. Just you know, I I think there's a, there's a lesson to be learned here in that in that like holding shit back like this, and 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 just like burying emotion and. Yeah, and even yeah. for you, Dad, like talking about how, just like just holding that stuff in and but bearing it down, and then reading this thing that I wrote, yeah. and then all of a sudden that just like came you out, erupted, like.
4: Yeah. But Jared, you know what? Communication
3: is so fucking key. Jared, can know? I say something? Yeah, totally.
4: Like the thing is, I mean, we came from a generation.
3: Yes. Where. Which is much different. We
4: never got to talk. No. We never got to talk. No. Right. Everything was like you dealt with it on your own. You buried on under a rug. Like all I can say is thank God we had the CF Clinic. Because I don't know how your dad and I would have ever been able to deal with what we had to deal with. If it yeah. wasn't for Paula, Dr. Hughes, Michelle, like those people, they were
2: Amazing. Like yeah.
4: a godsend for us. They were like when I tell you, I think I fell apart when you left the IWK and went to the the hospital like i I couldn't even go to the appointments because i felt like oh my god like we had all this support then you get there and you felt like we don't have any support because we're out he's an adult we don't have anything to do with it we don't have anything to say he's an adult he's on his own according to them we're not even allowed in for the appointments like that that I mean yeah so I know but still you know I know
3: you mean but, yeah. but also he's how got, weird he, would that shit be if you were he's still He's got pubic hair. I know, now. I know, <laughs> but it's just <laughs> if you were still coming, coming with dating. me like fucking appointments like right now today exactly. you know, yeah. that would be so weird. Yeah. I mean there's a reason for that but I, I do know. get it. You know yeah. you're I'm again a baby boy and that doesn't change. Yeah. Um
1: I I this this question was more we've kind of kind of drifted away from it but I wanted to ask, and this might be as simple as a yes or no. Did you ever have, and I never thought about it until, we, until we're till we sitting here with you guys and we're talking about genes being passed on and carrying stuff. Was there any, ever any, if you think about it, was there ever any underlying or subconscious blame that you held against your parents for mm-hmm. passing that and giving that?
3: No, I don't know. Not blamed for that, no. Definitely like feeling not. like they... They, no. Okay. No, but th- there was an underlying, you know, l- from the day that I found out that 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 CF was fatal, and they didn't tell me.
1: Yeah, I think that's what that's what
3: brought yeah. it on. Is like you. That's what that yeah, was, yeah. right? There was underlining blame of like, why the fuck you're my parents? Like you're the ones who, you're the ones who who are there to try to make everything right and like explain how life works and mm-hmm. and and teach me these like vital lessons as a child, and. Maybe one of the most life-altering facts. Yeah, Dude, it was. It is. Yeah, it's the most God, life. It's the most life-changing thing that I've ever experienced. Yeah, was in finding out that it was CF is fatal. I had to learn from a fucking pamphlet, and so I grew up like I. Fi- that, that's why I was such a fucking dickhead to you, mom. You mm-hmm. know, in. in mm-hmm. Being a a teen, like I didn't even, I wouldn't even hug you. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't even want to be touched by you. Like, let alone, uh, there was no fucking way to hear me tell you I love you. Mm -hmm. Like that shit was not going to happen because I, like, I had this like deep seated fucking rage, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and I think it all boiled down to just that, just that fact that I read in the pamphlet and it was like, then if if they're not going to tell me, who who the fuck is around to like.
1: But Peter, when she, funny. you have, you know, dressing around your wiener, <laughs> <laughs> and she you was need, there every
4: time for you. You though. need somebody. Yeah, see, that's you thing. need somebody yeah. to
1: take the dressing off.
3: But you <laughs> know and, and, and I want to say this now. Like we, you know, this this isn't something that we're coming to right now on the podcast. I, I've we've, we've talked, already talked. About yeah, it. we've gone through that. And so a, anyway, I, I don't hold any. I don't hold any anger. And, and we all know that. And yeah. I know that you guys didn't mean to fucking harm me. You're right. Um, you had a question? Yeah.
0: I, well, I just, I kind of, I don't know if it, we need to go into that more, but it's just, it's, I I find it so fascinating how you guys, it seems like you have such an amazing, I, I don't know, uh, relationship and you communicate so well now. And hearing that stuff, it just, it's, it, I, how did you get over that? Like, when did you realize? Because, Jerry, like, you were an asshole. I mean, yeah. You've already addressed that. And, well, like, and I know, and I, 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 think, understand. It was, I
3: think it was, a, there was a couple of but, things. I mean, just growing up as an adult, right? Like becoming an adult and going, oh, yeah, that's not how you live your life. You know, you got to have a relationship with people and you have to, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I did this, you know, we were a, 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 a self help like seminar thing when I was in Toronto that that really, that that actually changed quite a lot in terms of the way that I I viewed the world and yoga, dude. Like, the, my Moksha teacher training, like yoga, doing yoga, and 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 just living a little bit more of a mindful life. Mm-hmm. That stuff definitely helped. And Bridie, like, dude, Bridie's taught me so much about about how to, you know, was there a moment of reco-
0: was there a moment of reconciliation, or did it take? Yeah, I called the parents. Of time? Yeah, I, I called. Did, I,
3: yeah. I called both of them, and I, I think I, I, you know, I broke down on the phone. Was just fucking, out of the blue one day it was it was during this like self help uh seminar thing that i did and part part of that seminar was call all the people that you've make uh, amends make amends it was like it was just like brandon's self help thing or 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 like a, a 12 a step 12 step thing okay. call and make amends and so i called them and i i apologized for for being a dick because i realized in that seminar like and whether or not that's true or not i think it kind of makes sense that's why i was such a dick
0: how did you guys feel about the, all of that did you
4: about him. About him
0: being, About him like that. being so I resentful. I spoke
4: to. This is how I took it. So I think Jeremy was like 13 or 14 when he started acting like that. And up until that point, I mean, he was like such a lovable boy. You know, always wanted to be. You know, like I mean, hugged and hold my hand, everything. Right? I was his mom. I mean, who did, did everything for him.
1: He's still. Like but that anyway, he still.
4: Still it needs his mom, no. He's,
1: <laughs> but anyway, like that. he's like that with
4: me. I, um, I, I talked to the psychologist because we had a psychologist available to us. And I remember being in there and saying, my God, like, how do you deal with this? Like, he is so, I said, he's just so mean sometimes. And she said, Maxine, she said, you got to look at it this way. She said, you know, she said, you're the one that... They love, you know, you're the one that's the closest to him. And she said, he has to um, let it out some way. He's
3: got to be addicted dick to someone.
4: So she said, and it's not be he his will friends. do it to the ones that love him the most. And you're that. But she said, listen, don't let it worry you. She said, you know, he'll, he'll get over it. She said, one day, she said, he will be loving, hugging you and telling you that he loves you. Because that was the thing. I said, you don't even want me to touch him.
1: Yeah, and there's something right? there's something about about the relationship between um a a kid and their parents. I mean, on top of on top of having this dynamic of cystic fibrosis now that affects your family, but I mean my mom I can have I am such a level-calm person, but my mom can push my buttons <laughs> like nobody oh, fuck, else. Fuck yeah, she can. And like I I don't there's times where I will have, finish a conversation
3: with my mother and be like, "Well, it's funny, is there a, I've never been that Azura said it on her episode where she was like, Yeah, like when I was t- I, they haven't heard it yet, obviously, but I'm talking about my dad eating grapes, and I was like, man, when he fucking eats grapes, I lose my shit and, she, and I'm like, and I lose my shit, and she goes, always you, did. you can lose your shit on your parents. That's a safe place to lose your shit, yeah, it's a safe place to be like, yeah. no, fuck you fuck fuck you know like and, unless um, you, unless you're at the point where you can get grounded. Once you can't get grounded anymore, it's like ha uh-huh. yeah. Asterisk, <laughs> suck
1: it. Yeah. Asterisk. I run a business with my parents. Oh, God. <laughs> I,
0: but and and you know I I feel the same way because I feel like your guys' relationship with Jeremy is only the those emotional experiences are only elevated by the the CF because for the same for me it was the same thing with my mom my relationship with her in my teens was. By no means the same as it is now, and as I grew up and as I matured and and gained an appreciation for her and, and and or understood how much I appreciated her and how much she does for me, and I it it made me realize how much I love her, and now she's one of my best friends, and I talk to her yeah. about anything, and but it, certainly at sixteen, seventeen, like there was no way that was happening, yeah. yeah. Um. Is there
3: anything that you guys would want to say to someone who is a, a, a new parent who just found out that their their child has been diagnosed with cystic fibrosis, or or any any parent serious
2: or yeah, or, yeah any serious yeah. illness? Uh, you know, it, it it it's not easy. It, it won't be easy. You're going to have a lot of hard times, uh, but uh, you know, take the good times and run with them and. Uh, uh, you know c- c- have a lot of faith in the in the professionals um, there, there's there's a lot of support there um, seek to the support get to support and, um, th- and 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 don't be afraid to communicate
4: yeah talk about it for sure because that is certainly healing and helps everyone really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: is there anything that we didn't talk about today that you were hoping we were going to touch on. Um,
4: can
2: No, I think we don't have. I think we done a good job of it. What I,
3: I, I and maybe we asked this, but we didn't really get into it. What are your guys' thoughts on the podcast? In that. the way that we talk on this podcast, the three of us, uh, the way that the things that I say on this podcast are things that I haven't said to you guys. Sometimes there's things that I haven't said to Bridie mm-hmm. and you hear it over the, you know, over your computer speakers or whatever. I don't think about it when I'm in here and I talk, I just, you know, whatever, whoever we're talking to, this mm-hmm. is the, it's a conversation and it's just, it just seems natural. It comes out and, and, It's interesting for me to talk about it and and whatever, whatever it is that we're talking about. Afterwards, I look back and I go, "Oh yeah, fuck! I don't think my parents ever heard me mention that
2: that threesome downstairs in the bathroom." (laughs) Uh, Jeremy, why didn't you bring that up uh, at the dinner table? uh, (laughs) Yeah,
3: no, but more so. And by the way, you know, talking about you know that
1: bathroom downstairs.
0: Yeah, uh, Cobb never did to give, give you a high five for that.
3: <laughs> we can do it
0: right here. Here we go. <laughs> uh, that
4: bothered your mother more than your father. Okay.
1: <laughs> I can only imagine.
3: Uh, but yeah, to, to take it back to where where I was going with that is, it, I don't I don't think of it actively like this, but you know, I guess it it kind of is. It's this easy kind of third party way for me to talk about things that are, that are coming up or talk about issues that, you know, I don't normally talk about or that anybody that humans don't normally just openly talk about. How, what do you guys, what's your, what are your, what's your stance on that? How do you guys feel about that? Do you wish that we were more open with each other in terms of these types of things? Or do you enjoy the fact that, you know that I have this outlet to to spit onto the mic and and say mm-hmm. these things, and then and then you hear it in this like.
4: It's funny that, indirect that way. you you say that. Um, what was the girl? Adina, the, the journalist. Yeah, because she kind of because she kind of talked a little bit about that.
3: She does, yeah. And
4: because um, she she had said, you know, like, what do you think, like that that he's saying these things on there, and she said, like, and maybe if there was like a podcast back in the day when all this was going on for us, like, would it have been different, you know, like would maybe, maybe we would have been able to say it in, to someone or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, in a way, maybe it is easier for you to get on there and say that, I mean, for us, like when we heard the one about the, the, you know, the, the transplant, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I fully understood, and and like I said, it's just wow. Like we didn't know you were thinking like that, but maybe it is easier for you to say it there than to say it to us. Because it's like Friday you said, say it to your sister, yeah,
3: right? And it's like you said earlier. You know, when we were talking about telling your kid that they're going to die, when's the right time? Like, how the fuck do you do that? Yeah. You know, like, just, do I'm you just, tell them at dinner? Do you tell them at yeah. after they get home from school? Like, do you tell them? Hmm. Yes. before they get to university, when's when they come back. When's the right university? time when's to drop right, that bomb?
1: When's the right time? Because yeah, exactly. it's going to be, when no you, matter. it's like when you're looking for the right time to do something and you all of a sudden, when you realize there is absolutely no, no right time.
2: time. I'm, I'm just glad that you're still alive to be able to be here and, and talk about it. You yeah. know, And, and, and you know, we wish you all the success in the world. But I, I got to tell you, in all honesty, Jeremy, like, bring it on. Yeah. Like talk about whatever you want to talk about and uh we're just glad that you you're still here to talk.
3: I yeah. I I feel pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, thank you mom and thank you dad for coming in and um having Our this pleasure. having this conversation. It was really uh it, it was really good. Uh you guys are <laughs> you guys are both
1: We're jockeying
3: for position. jockeying for position. Um yeah, thank you guys for coming in and 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 having this conversation. And and anyone who's listening right now, thank you for. Fuck that must be a little. It's kind of weird. Thanks for sitting sitting in on this like family therapy session. <laughs> uh, I hope that wasn't too weird for you, but I I do think that this this you know I think it for to helpful. you guys I think it will be really helpful to a lot of people mm-hmm. out there, a lot of parents out there. Yeah. Um, if you enjoyed what you listened to today, uh, as same as always, follow us on Twitter. Give us a little rating or review on iTunes. We're on Facebook, too. Uh, If you want to be on the show, uh, head over to our website. Contact us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, And thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys have an awesome day. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy.